Hey there, welcome to the Seek Podcast. My name's Josh, and I'll be guiding this tour through the scripture today. Matthew 7, 8 tells us that who asks receive, those who seek find, and to those who knock, the door will be opened. We're all seeking something, whether it be understanding, wisdom, a close relationship with God, or just something different than the normal day-to-day humdrum. Join me for a few minutes together in scripture while we find what we're seeking. Jesus says in Matthew 18, 20, wherever two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. So thanks for listening today and inviting Jesus to come among us. Full disclosure, I'm not a preacher, never been to seminary. This podcast is just a representation of my thoughts and beliefs. So let's spend a few minutes hanging out, reading the Bible, and praying together. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Seek Podcast. I've been off the air too long, and it's time to get this engine fired back up. I I took some time off to handle some personal business and then some professional business. And then to be completely honest, I I just got out of the habit. Um, As we all know, we we do what we're in the habit of doing. So let's get it going. Uh, Today, I'm talking about Jesus's encounter with the rich young ruler. I'm sure that we've all heard this one before. Uh, Rich people are bad. They can't make it to heaven. So don't get rich. uh, I'm going to offer a bit of a different take on this. Let's see if you agree. But first, as always, let's open with a prayer. Lord, I pray to you today to open our ears to hear your word, and I give great thanks for your good news, the gospel. And I pray, Lord, that you lay on our hearts today what is separating us from following you fully and show us how to move past these blockades. Amen. Okay, today we're going to read from the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 17 through 31 in the NIV. And you can find the same account in Matthew and Luke, but I prefer Mark's rendering. And it says, As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all of these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said. Go, sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this the man's face fell. He went away sad, because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We've left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother, or father, or children, or fields for me, and the gospel, will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. So that's a a scripture passage I'm sure that we've all heard before. Uh, There's been some misinterpretations with the eye of the needle thing. Some people say there was a gate in Jerusalem, It was called the eye of the needle because it was so small. You had to unload a camel to get through. Um, Reading a little further, I I think what it really is is kind of what it seems like. Uh, Just a slight misinterpretation that um, it shouldn't have been a camel through the eye of the needle, but it should have been more like a cable. Again, 
impossible on our own, but with God all things are possible. And we hear this throughout the scriptures. Okay, so we hear Jesus tell his disciples that it's really hard, impossible even for, for a rich person to get into heaven. And this scripture, coupled with uh, the false teaching that we find, uh, money is the root of all evil, kind of helps me understand how throughout the years people have come under the impression that money's a bad thing and rich people won't make it to heaven. First, let me caution you because rich is a relative term because I guarantee that if you have a job and you live in a civilized nation, you make more money than most other people in the world. So let's be careful what and who we call the rich. Um, However, I, I want to look at this in a completely different light. First, there's nothing in this encounter that says money itself is bad. And, and second, if you look at the scripture and not the memes, in, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, Paul writes to Timothy about being content with godliness. He says, we bring nothing into the world and we'll take nothing out. And Paul writes that the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. That some people who are eager for money wander from the faith. And he goes on to say, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant or to put their hope in wealth, but to put their hope in God and command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. And in doing so, they will lay up a treasure for themselves and take hold of the life that is truly life. And in verses uh, four through five, he says, people who think godliness is a means to financial gain are conceited and understand nothing. And this is where the, the prosperity gospel falls short. And seeking godliness as a means to financial gain. But, but, what it, but what isn't said, it's never said, is that money is bad or that rich people are bad. Instead, there, there are clear instructions for the wealthy to be generous and willing to share. You see, when I, when I read this passage about the rich young ruler, I see a different story. I see a man who thinks he has been godly and followed the commandments. And Jesus says, don't kill, don't steal, honor your mother and father. And the rich guy says, I've been careful to do all these things. But what he fails to do is to follow the first commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters. And he specifically says you cannot serve both God and money. Now, there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. It becomes a problem when your desire for wealth separates you from God. Now, actually, I wish that more Christians were wealthy and followed the command to be generous and share to serve God and be stewards of his blessings of money on you by giving freely and generously. And honestly, I think that Jesus could have had this conversation with any one of us and, and said, you know the commandments, don't kill, don't steal, honor your father and your mother. And we would say, yes, Lord, I do, I do follow the commandments. And then he could easily reply to every single one of us, yes, but there is one thing. And, and for some of us, it may be more than one thing. And really, you're, you're the only one who can fill in that blank as to what you put before God in your life. It may be money for you, or it could be work, or an addiction, or whatever. But the point is, it's not about the money. It's about what is stealing your heart from God. And Matthew 6, 19-20 says, Not to store up treasures on earth, but to store up treasures in heaven. And where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So the question you should ask yourself is, What is your treasure, and where is it? Are you seeking first the kingdom of God in all things? Or is that an afterthought for you? Are you trying to do things on your own and make your own way in the world? Or are you asking for guidance and wisdom and discernment from the Lord? See, time is a treasure. And it's one of those things that they aren't going to make any more of. And every day you have less and less of it. 
So take a personal inventory. Find out what's stealing your time and your thoughts from God. You have to be intentional with them. Either you're telling your time and thoughts what to do or you're wasting them. I'll close with a passage from, from Luke 14, 25 through 27. It says, Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. See, in this scripture, Jesus isn't literally commanding you to hate anyone. What he's telling us is that nothing can come before him. Not family, not even your own life. If anything or anyone interferes with Christ coming first in your life, it has to go. It has to be cleared away to make way for the king. Jesus said the same thing to the rich young ruler that he said to each one of his disciples. Come, follow me. And he's saying the same thing to us. That man wasn't willing to put God first in his life, but the question is, are we? Let's close in a prayer. Lord, thank you for this time and your word together. And thank you for giving us the map to find you and to follow you all throughout your gospel. I pray, Jesus, that you shine a light on any masters that we serve in our lives that are not you so that we can see them clearly and clear them away. Amen. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening to the episode today. I enjoyed so much putting it together for you, and I hope that you enjoyed hearing it. If you did, hit the uh, subscribe button so you don't miss every time we put a new episode out. And if you know somebody else that might like it, share it with them. Leave us a review if you will. And if you have any questions or comments or other ideas for episodes and things you'd like to hear more about, shoot me an email over to seekpodcast, S-E-E-K podcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you the next time.